Hi, I'm Trevor Moore. Did you know that it's illegal to say I want to kill the president of the United States of America? It's illegal. It's a federal offense. It's one of the only sentences that you're not allowed to say. Now, it was okay for me to say it right then because I was just telling you that it's illegal to say I want to kill the president of the United States of America. I'm not actually saying it. I'm just letting you know that it's illegal to say that. It's kind of like a public service. I'm letting you know so that you don't accidentally go out and say something like that. Um, but what's interesting is that it's, it's very illegal to say, I really, really think someone out there should kill the president of the United States of America. That's illegal, extremely illegal, very, very illegal, but not illegal to say with a mortar launcher because that's its own sentence. It's an incomplete sentence, but it may have nothing to do with the sentence before that. So that's perfectly fine, perfectly legal. I also found out that it's incredibly illegal, extremely illegal to go on television and say something like the best place to fire a mortar launcher at the White House would be from the roof of the Rockefeller Hewitt building because of minimal security and you'd have a clear line of sight to the president's bedroom. Insanely illegal ridiculously, recklessly, insanely illegal, yet even more illegal to show an illustrated diagram. Insanely illegal, ridiculously, horribly felonious, because they will come to your house in the middle of the night and they will lock you up extremely against the law. Uh, one thing that is technically legal to say is that we have a group that meets Fridays at midnight under the Brooklyn Bridge and the password is Six Emperor Tyrannus. And welcome to episode 83 of Have a Nice Life. I'm Dan. And I gotta say, I wonder what killed Trevor Moore. <laughs> or rather, who wow, killed Trevor Moore? Think about that. Uh, oh my goodness, you haven't heard about that? This well, is no, like a this I, is a right wing. Well, people say it's right wing. Is there a conspiracy? Yeah, because he was kind of like he was talking about how everything is a psyop, and then he just died mysteriously, and people are like, hmm, Clinton body But the count. thing is, all, and these, then all these sketches are, like, are from, like, the mid-2000s. Yeah, but the, the the tweet about the psyop was a few weeks ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Or yeah, just like, watch, like, uh, like, Joe Biden just heard it. <laughs> oh, we, we got to put a cap on this. <laughs> he was talking about, you know... Uh, <laughs> you know the, the the some pure like bush era humor you know joe, joe biden let the youtube algo go mm -hmm. he did the thing where you just like put <laughs> on a video and you fell asleep on. and you wake up yeah <laughs> you just let the algo have its way oh my God. for real though uh, r.i.p trevor moore like yeah insane. we lost a real one what is could you know was so good it, I mean, it's been like a, a fixture in my life and probably a lot of people's lives, like pretty much since it came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like revisiting some of the sketches from it's just they're so fucking good. <laughs> the <Yeah. laughs> the uh, the Abe Lincoln one is is one of the past. Oh, that, <laughs> oh God. Sorry. I'm Jesus trying to send Christ. a text message from my phone while also not making my or from my <laughs> computer. Um, you done fucked up. You done mm. fucked up. Now you fucked up. You fucked up. 
<laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of that whole bit though is uh, the fact that the uh, the stovepipe hat is like clearly like fastened to his head because he's like swinging yeah. his head side to side in the hat it's, it's like, like <laughs> when you're watching like a tv show like party down and they're like holding the hors d'oeuvre tray and yeah it's, like, yeah it's like half sideways yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's swinging on his head like one of those like raver dr seuss hats <laughs> yeah okay. we need to bring those back for real can you hear that you opened a can of some sort no, my phone started ringing. I hate this stupid everything being intertwined with each other, which I guess is a nice segue into something you want to talk about <laughs> with Apple. And if you get a phone call on your phone, the only place you should be receiving a phone call, it goes through to all of your devices simultaneously. Yeah, I mean, there's a way to and like, it's like turn I have that my off. phone on. Yeah, I know. I just haven't figured it out. I don't think about <laughs> it until it happens. But it's like I have my phone on silent for a reason. So I'm in the middle of a meeting and I get one of those like scam likely calls. Mm. And it does like the, the whatever the little marimba like <laughs> yes. standard apple ringtone and it just happened and it i thought that you could hear it because my laptop is over there and it's open oh and so it was like my imac and my laptop and my phone were all ringing at the same time speaking of noises my air conditioner is still on so let me fix that perfect all right i do love technology though makes my 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 smart house is becoming a smart home speaking of loving technology I feel like I'm going to, this is probably the first time in like a decade someone's brought this up. Napoleon Dynamite, still very funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't trust your movie taste. It's. I mean, it's bad. It's, <laughs> I mean, Napoleon Dynamite is, is good in the sense that, I, I guess it's good because it was unique at the time. I think yeah, just that it so kind of like many... spawned like Napoleon Dynamite guy. Yeah, I think it yeah. it just kind of bred a very specific type of humor that got so dissent like dissolved. I feel like Jonah Hill culture. is a product of Napoleon Dynamite culture. Uh, it's like, what if we took this Mormon guy and made him Jewish? <laughs> is that the thing? Is Jonah Hill Mormon? No, uh, whatever his name is, John uh, Heater. Yeah, is Mormon. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's like one of the most famous Mormons is besides he? Glenn Beck and Imagine <laughs> Dragons. There's plenty of famous Mormons <laughs> out there. <laughs> and, the, and the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Yeah, all of those. I think they all come before. John Heater hasn't done much in a while. What is it? Big Love? Was that the the, the Mormon show? Was, was there a Mormon show? I don't you're, know. You're I'm tapped in. I don't know. Uh, this is what happens when you're raised evangelical. <laughs> You get to know oh, all the is, other religious yeah, celebrities well, out there. You, you gotta, because you know, some there's like a, a just a religious psyop, but <laughs> you see someone that's like, oh, this like Christian, uh, you know, movie star, blah blah blah, representation, and then people are like, mm, not my movie mm. star because evangelicals think that Mormonism is a cult, which it might be. I, I mean. <laughs> You have to wear magical underwear. Yeah, it's it's like, it's like when one Glenn of Beck the newer religions. It's like really not that yeah. much older than Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, and let's talk about polygamy. Mm. What if polyamory is just Mormon stolen valor? Like Mormon appropriation. Well the Mormons have like they've they've distanced themselves from uh polyamory. Yeah. <laughs> 
right? There was like a hard kind of like yeah. But it's like it's like what a weird religion because you can't have hot liquids, but you can be sleeping with several different people. Well, but if you're a man, wait, I don't think you're allowed to have hot liquids. No, you're not allowed to have hot liquids. You are allowed to have hot liquids. Okay, you're not allowed to have caffeine. Every Mormon blogger like lives on Diet Coke. Well, that most bloggers live on Diet Coke. Okay. That's I, not okay. Specific. I could not find a Diet Coke to save my life yesterday at Philadelphia Airport. Yeah. I think they have some kind of exclusivity agreement with Pepsi. And if that's the case, I will be flying exclusively into Newark. <laughs> well, because, uh, like, the airport is the most appropriate place to have a Diet Coke. True. I hadn't had one in months. Really? And then, yeah. And, and then and you say you had yeah. to settle for Pepsi. That's disgusting. Well, okay, so I settled for Pepsi. I got on the plane. Uh, I took the cap off, and I was just like, "I'll just take a sip, take the edge off," and uh, the cap like rolled four oh rows in front of me. <laughs> so I had to just like stand there holding it, or not stand, but sit it's there, like just holding it. The Kanye. Well, there's tweet. a screaming child kicking my seat behind me. Now I'm responsible for this water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and then the 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 flight attendant walked by and she was like, "Do you have any trash?" And I was like, "This." And she's like, "You can't put a liquid in this bag." So I started chugging it, and she was like, "Just put it in the bag." It's oh my fine. god. <laughs> <laughs> she's seen enough already today. She didn't yeah. need to see more. The um back to Mormonism real quick though. No, I went to school with a with a guy who was Mormon, who I mean has sent he. He had like multiple kids and has since uh, come out as gay and moved to Texas. A lot of Mormons turn gay. I, I don't think they turn gay. <laughs> I think they become like brave enough and confident enough with themselves to, you know, embrace their their true self. Uh, but you know, he was someone who like disavowed the church and was like excommunicated uh, and came out against. But when I, when I was in school, he was. Um, you know, still following Mormon practices and whatnot. And actually I have a couple friends who are like uh, a step removed of the Mormon church and still have a lot of people involved with it. Um, but yeah, he was telling me how like, yeah, you're not allowed to have caffeine. So he would drink tea, but it would ha- it has to be herbal tea. It can't be mm. like black tea or green tea, anything with caffeine. Which religion is it where you can't have hot liquids? I, that's a good question. I'm not too sure. I swear but that that's a religion. It, he joked- just from 30 Rock. He was it's from like a Thirty Rock joke. He was from Maine. It's probably just some weird thing that Kenneth was into. <laughs> but the devil's temperature. Exactly. That I think that was the joke. Was yeah. <laughs> hot liquids are the devil's. Or yeah. Um. I love that your 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 Thirty Rock lore is bleeding into no. real life. Listen, listen. Mormons are taught not to drink any kind of alcohol. Mormons are also taught to not drink hot drinks, meaning coffee or any tea other than herbal tea. That's exactly what I just said. Yeah, but it can't be hot. It can be hot. They're just. It says no hot drinks. I think they're. I think they're just saying that as a blanket statement that because most hot drinks are caffeinated, you know. Not hot chocolate. And maybe. There's some caffeine in chocolate, isn't there? Okay, well then you can't have chocolate at all then? I, I don't know how that works. Um but yeah, so but he the okay, so here's the funny thing though. Can't have caffeine, you can't have alcohol, you can't smoke cigarettes. 
weed is not mentioned, so he would like smoke a ton of pot. Oh yeah, that's that my that's my orthodox loophole. Yeah, is uh well because in orthodoxy you can't have wine. There's actually days where you're encouraged to have alcohol. Uh huh. But uh yeah, in fasting doesn't say anything about no weed. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but and it also there's like a a crab loophole. <laughs> I love a crab loophole. <laughs> I had a friend who was uh who was vegan, but occasionally he would eat cheese. And it'd be like, yo, I thought you were vegan. He's like, nah, man, I'm on a cheese cruise right now. <laughs> and he would he just, just have a week where he ate cheese. Like, like he eats cheese socially. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he only eats it upon a, you know, a, a, like art openings and yeah. <laughs> if there's a charcuterie board for the table, he'll pick at it, you know. Yeah. But as love he was like, "Nah, man, I'm on a cheese cruise," and he would take like one or two cheese cruises a year. But uh, it's like a, it's like a spirit journey. <laughs> you know, sometimes you need to. It's like rum springer. It's a the, cheese springer. It's the ayahuasca for the for the. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Uh But I I set you up for to to talk about something that you wanted to talk about and now I forget what it was. <laughs> you teed me up to talk about Apple, but that's it's too early oh, in the podcast yeah, yeah. to talk about okay, Apple. Okay. Uh that's a that's a later angry thing. I think she's getting What into- about apples? What, what what about them? Is it too soon to talk about apples? I I mean, I guess it's not like pick your own apple season, which is no. like bullshit. Why? I like it. You like picking your own apples? It's probably the whitest thing about me. I was I was on the phone with uh with former guest Andrew Valentine and he was uh him and his his uh wife went peach picking. I saw. And I was he upset was like that I was not invited. He was like, "Yeah, that's bullshit. Peach picking's bullshit." Cuz uh you know, I don't know, any kind of, like he had a good point. He's like, "The only time I want to pick my own fruit is like when it's from like the produce stand he's like i so like he, that he's I, against he's like, labor I, I or he's above labor i, I guess mean, i should say he likes the secondary product he likes going through that first filter of the culling of fruit <laughs> you know and and he he had a really good point where he uh he essentially said he's like yeah it's like the difference between going to a thrift store and going to a vintage store like someone mm. with taste that pre-selected some items uh, and I, I get that. But then again, it's also like you go to like a pick your own apple orchard or some shit. And it's like, all right, now what am I going to do with 42 apples? Well, you don't have to buy 42 apples. But like, what do you do? Do you go to you make a whole afternoon of picking like six apples? Yeah, you buy you buy like 12. You make okay. a pie. Okay. You go. To the. I feel like the real reason why you go apple picking is you can ride around on a tractor and then eat an apple cider donut and everything else is just a formality. Yeah, I guess. I will go apple picking and just... Also, it's so you can steal because mm. you can like eat the apples while you're out there and no one will ever Yeah. Know. See, I'm a little... It's lost its appeal to me. Uh. It's a appeal. No. I guess that'd be more a better banana joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to a pick your own banana orchard. <laughs> I don't even like bananas. See, my problem is I love mm. apples. I'm allergic to raw apples now. Oh, yeah, that's That's true. like a thing that like came to me in adulthood is I became allergic to certain raw fruits. Lame. Uh, and it sucks. Yeah. I love, I miss like being able to eat an apple. 
I think I'm also was, allergic to peaches, like stone I, fruits. Oh, peaches are the best. I was eating Cherries. a pineapple a few weeks ago, and I was like, this is making my mouth hurt really bad. Do you know that the, like there's an enzyme or an acid? An it's an enzyme. enzyme. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm allergic it, to. Like, in, in specifically in pineapple, it's not that you're allergic to it. It just literally eats your mouth. Oh, pineapple. So I got pineapple no makes a good. Yeah, no pineapple, not apples. Okay. Pineapples. That's why pineapple makes good meat tenderizer. Yeah, because it like yeah, it it dissolves like fatty tendons and stuff. Yeah. But I I love I actually just so I got a real skinny today. mouth now. Yeah, <laughs> you're just getting all that excess <laughs> uh, fiber that uh, skin fiber. Yeah, I don't know. Apples, yeah, same thing. It's it's something to do with people who suffer from se- seasonal allergies or have, like, a pollen allergy. The enzyme in, like, apples, carrots, certain fruits have a similar chemical makeup to pollen, and your body reacts similarly. But when you I cook mean, them... I mean, I have, like, the worst seasonal allergies, and I'm not... I mean, I, again, like I said, as a kid, all I ate was apples, like, all the time. And, when did uh, you develop this? Yeah. It's annoying. When when did you develop it? I uh, I started noticing it probably about ten years ago, oh, maybe okay. less. So I'm, I'm I'm past the point. Well, I mean, technically, your body changes every seven something years, something like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping your cells turn over. It doesn't do it all at once, though. <laughs> I wish it did. <laughs> it was like there was just a day I woke up different. I just wake up and I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, but yeah, I I miss it. I miss certain fruits. I can eat like a couple slices of apple and be fine, but you can have what? a little apple as a treat. as a treat. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's a. I, I feel like if if a if a woman asked me to go apple picking, I'd be like, sure. <laughs> but I feel well, like I that's feel like any the man. kind of women that you're into are apple definitely pickers, apple pickers. For sure. Yeah, yeah, like Connecticut apple pickers. And who am I to with, say no? With a nice top row of teeth, that's <gasps> your type. <laughs> Perfect for for taking a bite out of an apple. I love that you were telling me about the woman you were talking to and you referred to her as top row of teeth girl. <laughs> she was the prime example. She was. She was. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I haven't heard from her in a minute. And what are she's up to? She probably listened to the podcast oh, and decided to you know, get out. Thinner, thinners of the herd. <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what uh, what did you get up to? You were you were back up in the Northeast. Yeah, I was in Philly. Um, I just hung out with my family a lot. Uh, oh, you didn't have a car up here because you you I came didn't up have with a car. them, right? Well, they they were down yeah. with you, right? What did you they guys get up to while you were while they were down West Virginia? No, we went for a hike. Look how cute Charlie is right now. I know. Who he's quiet. Yeah. Um, we went for a hike. We went out to eat. Um, my parents really hate virtue signaling. Okay, which I learned, and um, they pointed out that like every establishment in Fayetteville has one of those like super inclusive pride flags. Oh yeah. Um. So we just started referring to Fayetteville as Gayetteville. Did they have um, the new one with the the weird like? <laughs> With the umbrella. With the, the sex worker umbrella that looks like no. the umbrella corp from Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> it's just like, okay. I like how they took the pride flag and they were like, this is not inclusive enough. And they were like, we're going to make every black person and every sex worker gay. 
Yeah. Well, that I mean, that was something we talked about on the podcast, is like how the pride flag originally was supposed to like, <laughs> like all those colors coordinate to number one, just being like we cover all the bases because it's a rainbow. Yeah. Uh, but if they really wanted to make it inclusive, they would get rid of the thin blue lines. I mean, it's inclusive because it's supposed <laughs> to cover all the spectrums of everything, and, and then, everyone on the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. A puzzle piece stripe. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, th- and then all those stripes are supposed to indicate, like, unity and, like, all these other, like, concepts, not identifications. You know what I mean? Well, it's just because everyone has Canva now. True. So now, it, yeah, it's just becoming, it's now becoming representative individually. It, it's like a planned obsolescence. It's a, <laughs> Yo, it's you a new the, software patch. You have a, You have to update your pride wear. You have the 2020 spring <laughs> collection uh, pride flag. You need to get the new one. Uh, it's just a psyop by Big Flag. <laughs> Big Flag. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone at home, I said flag. Listen, we're we're stalling with the thin. We we've gone through the thin blue line. We've gone through the red lives matter flag. We got the dispatcher flag and the healthcare worker line flag. We're running and out we have of Punisher occupations. logo versions of yeah, each. We oh, need to go. Is there going to the be a Punisher logo pride flag? Oh my god, I think I've seen something similar. <laughs> Maybe as like a joke, hopefully. But I'm sure someone there got to be at least one person who bought it out of like in earnest. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh... So, yeah, your parents were mad at how <laughs> progressive West Virginia was. They were mad. I think they're just like me, where they just... They saw through it. They just... No, I, I think, like, I have very little tolerance for culture war nonsense anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're the same way. Um, so, yeah, we were making a mockery of the flags. <laughs> Uh, if this flag offends you, you can leave. I'll help you pack. Um, I'll help you pack. Uh, yeah, I went for a hike. A night hike? Saw some guy ask his girlfriend, I guess, to marry him. Nice. And <laughs> I didn't realize this, but he was like filming the whole thing. And my sister and I were standing right where he had his phone on like a tripod and we were like making fun of them the whole time. <laughs> 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 that that reminds me of a John Mulaney joke where he talks about how he was like a deacon or something at like his church growing up and some like little shit kid like in the middle of like a wedding uh that like raised the veil and the kid like right in, next to the camera was just like oh she's ugly <laughs> 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 yeah. Um so they're they're in for a nice surprise. Oh my god. Um try to think of what we did. Uh like the so I've been fasting, but like the crab loophole, there's like a oyster loophole. Okay. There's so a subsidiary of the crab loophole and the it's a it's a how, like a, a shellfish to a mollusk loophole. Yeah, because it's specifically like things with backbones okay. that you can't have but like scallops crabs jellyfish assorted mollusks they don't have them so i've just been eating oysters like every day does that mean you can eat joseph r biden because he's spineless <laughs> you mean joseph robin robinette biden what kind of name is <laughs> joseph robinette hussein biden <laughs> 
<laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess like a pretty. I went. Oh my god! I just looked up and there's a gigantic spider on my ceiling directly above my head. It's stressing me out. Is it like a wolf spider? I, I can only I doubt you have them, but it's, I it's, put my foot into my shoe oh. going to the gym and I felt something weird and I took it out and a wolf spider, like literally the size of my hand crawled out. You essentially live in Australia now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I want to like kill but, this thing. Can you talk for like a second while I kill the spider, but pretend I'm going to let like it outside? It. Okay. All right. Keep talking. Can you, wait, can you turn your background off so I can give a play-by-play? No, because it's like on the ceiling. You wouldn't see it anyway. Mm. Sorry. Well, I'll be able to see you. All right. Let's see if I can do this with my headphones crawl on. crawl up on the ceiling like Peter Parker? All right. So now I have to fill time. Dan is unfolding a tissue and he just disappeared into the ether. Um, How big is it? I want to know how big it is. It's not big, but it's got... All right. I think I got it. Have you heard that scientists are now engineering daddy long legs to have short legs? (laughs) This one was like a partial daddy long legs. Like it had a pretty small body and then had like long front legs and short hind legs, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Um, Yeah. And for for everyone asking, I I definitely, you know, caught that spider and, and released it back outside unharmed. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> I killed a spotted the, the, a spotted lanternfly on my walk today. My mother's not going to appreciate me telling this story, but also I don't think she listens to this podcast. And if she ever does, this is the least of my worries. Um, <laughs> so we, she actually had to go to the hospital oh, shit. this week because she's fine. While, she while in West having, Virginia? No, at their house. Oh, okay. Um, she was just like having some issues. Um, not covid everyone female other troubles? sicknesses exist no i just love how you like mention that and people are like covid as if nothing else exists well on the record that's the only cause of death no it, mm, <laughs> don't get me started on that um that whole side nope, i won't uh but we were walking out of urgent care to go to the hospital shit and she's like doubled over in pain. She can barely walk. At this point, me and my dad are both there. And my dad's like kind of holding her up. And she's like, like, you know, like just moaning every step. And then she just like stops. And she steps off to the side. And she just slams her foot into the ground. And she's like, lantern fly. <laughs> and then she just starts walking back over to the car. <laughs> like my mother turns into one of, what is it, the the civilians or the citizens oh, from, from, from starship Star troopers. troopers and she's just like i'm doing my I'm part doing like, my whenever part. she sees them yeah whenever she sees them she just like terminator visions oh on God. them and like she's been uh we've all been wearing flip-flops lately so she just like swiftly removes her flop and she the, you know. yeah i i haven't encountered that many until recently and i saw like a ton on my walk when i was walking around philly so i went to philly on friday uh, two landed on me while I was walking down the street. Two. Yeah, the thing is, like, they're beautiful. They're like they very be- interesting looking. Yeah, and like when they fly, they have that flash of red that's like under their wings. It's like beautiful. And I'm like, I want more of these. No, around. it is. How long until one of those like uh tumbler types gets like a uh, like an undercut <laughs> and it looks like the <laughs> the lanternfly? What if uh? What if? They want us to kill them because they're actually the cure for COVID. 
Wait, did I tell you that or did my mom tell you that? No, I just came up with it on my right now. Are you kidding me? Because my that was my mom's thing last summer. (laughs) It was her thing. She was. I feel like she probably told you at the Fourth of July. No. Yeah. So my mom was like, "Hmm. So these lantern flies made an appearance, and then the government asked us to kill them. What if it's the cure for COVID?" Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, my mom so is I, I, basically I Alex and, Jones. Uh, She's gonna be proven right after someday. after we record the uh, the city's throwing me a parade. Nice, because everyone wants to be applauded for killing lantern flies. <laughs> Literally, they're like in like the Jersey City Facebook group. People post them, and be like, corner of uh, Coles and Third Street, got him. <laughs> and people will, like be like twenty people will come and be like, yes. <laughs> Um, so my mother, so we don't have them in West Virginia yet. We probably will. Your, your parents probably but I had to them. check. I had, well, I had to check my bag like several times before I like, uh, like while I was packing and then I like shook it <laughs> before I opened it. Cause I didn't want it because my mom brought a West Virginia wasp home with her. Oh my God. In one of the bags. Oh my God. <laughs> and it like escaped when she opened it and was just flying around the house oh man you've destroyed so... the the pennsylvania suburban region what if west virginia wasps are the predator of lanternflies mm, i don't know i guess we'll never know until you try you know mm-hmm. but yeah so you're up there you didn't come to my show I did not come to your show because I had a family thing. We had a backup family this thing. Has been, we had a backup family thing. This has been well documented. <laughs> you say that every time because you don't want to talk about it. Um, no, I wanted to go. I feel bad that I couldn't go. I mean, honestly, you're the one who missed out, not me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but there was a lot of people there. There was. Kevin. I feel like me not being there probably sold you more books. Why do you, why do you think that? Because I would have taken all the attention off of you. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't know. It, Especially because I just got re-blonded and I'm like super blonde I mean, I feel now. like you could have you could have like taken the reins and just like like forced them into the hands of people who didn't want them. Yeah, I guess that's true. I am very good at sales. True. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the show went well, though. It was that don't don't talk about the show yet because that's the only question that I got. Was about my show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the way they asked you about my show. <laughs> Me, the very well documented, not being there person. <laughs> How was your week? But don't talk about the show. <laughs> I mean, we can just talk about the show and then, you know, not answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> or answer it now. What what they ask specifically? They just said how. Okay, the show. all right. Yeah, I'll get to that. I mean, they could be talking about another yes, show. It's the TV show. Maybe they're talking about Deadliest yeah. Catch. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going well. They're catching lots yeah, of crabs. Good. The uh, there was a big wave that almost knocked the boat yeah, over. Yeah, I feel like some of that drama is like kind of weird. I, I I remember watching like me and my friends would like get drunk and watch those like gold digger shows where they're like mining for gold and there's so much weird manufactured drama and and on top of that they're the it was so good because they were literally just so bad at what they were doing 
But a good editor could make a reality show out of. Oh, you know, yeah. And, and like we could probably have a really good reality, reality shows show. are just it's all in the edit. Like, yeah, but it was just like, yeah, the, the crazy music stings and the like the cliffhanger before commercials. And then they like replay the cliffhanger after the commercial and then go into the. Yeah. Sometimes replay the cliffhanger and then go back into another commercial. But I yeah. The sluice box has stopped working. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, not the sluice box. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the those shows are so fucking funny. Um, but, yeah, no, the week was pretty good. Um, I think I'd said, like, you know, I found the gallery and the guy literally just, like, tossed me the keys to the gallery. So I kind of had carte blanche to do whatever I wanted. And I saw you had a power drill. Oh, you damn right I had a power drill. It's a good like parallel between your life and my it's, life. It's power drills. I've been getting a lot of use out yeah. of them. Yeah, I bought a new uh, one. Yeah. Got a craftsman. Oh, okay, I think mine was a craftsman as well. For my for my craftsman. The Sears house. special. But um, <laughs> I got mine at Lowe's. Really? I thought craftsman was like a Sears exclusive brand. Well, Sears doesn't exist well, Sears anymore. Sears doesn't really exist. So anymore. maybe maybe Lowe's has assumed <laughs> the, the craftsman name has outlasted <laughs> Sears. But uh, yeah, so. I was really happy because I all my math added up. So like the thing was, I got the gallery space, but I as math tends, to I do. was like a hundred percent on my own. Like I did the whole thing by myself. Um, like even they took down the show that was previously up, and he just like left everything in the wall. Like left all the nails in the wall or the screws. And I had to like do all that on myself. But um, oh, I wish we had the Home Depot theme oh, song. Oh, I think no. I the, this would be so good I, right now. Close enough. No, not close at all. <laughs> the Home Improvement theme song is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the... <laughs> but yeah, so I like did the dimensions of the wall I was using and then I like minus those dimensions by the length of the photos I was displaying and then I... um added gaps between each photo and it all like worked out perfect and i i took okay so here's the trick i know you're you're diligently searching for the home depot theme song right now <laughs> i'm actually trying to figure out how to spell spirit stallion of the cimarron but i'm also listening <laughs> so um Don't i took one it. of those uh ikea rulers the ones that like come on the big like pad that you like tear off like a like a a fucking notepad and I, you know, took the like the distance between from screw to screw and then like marked it and then put sticky tack on the back of it. And I'd go from the one screw for the next, mark it, screw it in, go to the next. And it, like it worked out perfectly. I had everything hung in like 30 minutes. It was great. But I had time to like take my time to do it. I had everything there before the show, like days before all the beer, all the art, all the frames and everything. You bought the pizzas. A few days I, I scheduled the pizzas a day before, um, <laughs> but yeah. So everything when Dave show came, I went and hung everything. <laughs> I put up all the signage. Uh, I wasn't like nervous at all about it. Like I slept normal, and it was it was fun. It, it felt good. I was more nervous about like acquiring ice for the day of, and um, uh, that is a tricky. Yeah, you gotta like you can't buy it too early. But 
you also have to know like i got i bought like seven bags of ice and i got there and it only filled like one of the coolers two-thirds of the way so i had to go back out and buy more ice again <laughs> which is very annoying mm. but uh no it was it was great i the the friends from back home all came up together so some of them like their first time in jersey city they came out to support uh i had a lot of people i didn't know show up which was cool like people who literally saw the flyer nice. around town came and i'm like holy shit cool. flyers work <laughs> i think people were just itching for like art shit to happen you know yeah. uh but yeah a lot of people hadn't seen what was really cool was a bunch of you know artists from instagram and stuff showed up who met other friends of mine who like had followed them on instagram so it was it was okay so it was just like you're bringing people yeah together. But it, it was just like remember how i was like making fun of uh like when i went to the the seeking derangements live podcast and people were like oh my god there's gonna be so yeah. many people from twitter here literally it was like yeah. oh my god there's so many people from instagram here <laughs> so it felt <laughs> it felt cool to be the one bringing that it, it's perhaps a more fitting yeah yeah so for that it was crowd. cool that like there were a lot of people who knew of a lot of people who met each other for the first time there which is cool so that was rad. Uh, I bought a couple pizzas, and then Jesse brought eight pizzas, and uh, it became an eleven pizza party. He was he nice. was kind of mad that I like was advertising this like jokingly as like the second largest Jersey City Amer- uh, Italian American festival. Uh, but someone ended up bringing cannolis, so there was cannolis there. <laughs> it truly so was it pretty much truly was. some yeah, Italian American had- representation. Speaking of which, they're currently setting up La Festa Italiana right behind my house. So starting like Wednesday, it's going to be fucking Italian festival in my neighborhood. It's going to be fucking great. Uh, Yeah, we definitely don't have Italian festivals here. I'm getting trashed on wine and peaches and I'm betting it all on the money wheel. Um, But yeah, party was great. Awesome turnout. (laughs) Huge turnout. Like shockingly, I sold some prints. Sold a ton of books. I made like my month's rent. It was fucking great. Nice. Um, we all went out to Pet Shop downtown, had their fifth anniversary party that started like right as my party ended. So we all migrated over there and they had some dude playing, like, you know, spinning like soul records and saw a bunch of other people I hadn't seen in a long time. It was fucking great. Um, next day, I kind of just like went back and I took my time breaking everything down. I opened the gallery for a couple hours. Just while I was, like, breaking down trash or breaking, you know, cleaning shit up. And a couple people, like, wandered in out of curiosity and bought, like, one of them bought a book. Like, wow, I was just packing out, which is great. But it felt good to just, like, throw a party again, fucking play music, see people. Felt good. Felt really good. So Be seen by people. Um, Yeah. It was great. And then... uh, To love and to be loved is to feel the same from both sides. Yeah, I bought... I went to Newark and bought a Scarlet Focusrite, like USB interface, uh, from like a literal child in the city <laughs> for suit like half price what it is retail, which is great. And it's like literally brand new, and uh, my guitar is still at the music store being set up. So, but once that comes out, I'm gonna make terrible music. It's gonna be good. Um, cool. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't can't wait. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of uh, brings us back to today. Just, uh, mm. just now that the show is over, I don't know what to do with myself. I have a bunch of weddings to shoot coming up, but artistic wise, I don't know. Fashion week's coming up quick. I do not know what to expect from fashion week. 
Are they having Fashion Week yeah, this year? It's uh, let me check my. It's literally the day after we get back from the Skook. It's a it's a vaccinated affair. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, so that starts like September 8th and runs until the 12th. But I have a wedding shoot on the 12th in New England. And then like the Met Gala is on the 13th, allegedly. It's going to be a busy, like my first two weeks of September are like fully booked. What's the theme this year? I don't know. <laughs> Healthcare workers, who knows? Everyone wear your <laughs> sexiest scrubs. Um, <sighs> your, your Terry... And no one ever sticks to the theme anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I, I love when people go so far off. Uh, yeah. Or was it... Um, Kim Kardashian's always just like, here's a white Yeah, dress. yeah. Here's... Uh, was it the punk one that one year? And it was just like Carly Kloss <laughs> wore like just like a gray dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did not understand nope, the assignment. Nope. Uh, yeah. So that, that's funny. But yeah. Are you fucking busy? I don't know. I need to find inspiration again. We'll see. Cause I, I haven't really taken. I've shot like mm. one roll of film since I like finished the book. So, mm. but the book, I, I don't actually don't have that many books left. I have like maybe twenty copies, which is wild. I sold mm. sixty of them before the show even opened. So pretty wild. Feels good though. It's cool that Very people cool. dig my shit mm. that is not the fashion portrait stuff because that's like what I established myself on. And yeah, well, artists all evolve. Well, it's not so much evolving. Like this is the kind of work I've been doing since, like, for like, twelve years now. Like it's the, the Rangefinder Diaries stuff that I've been doing like quietly in the background. And uh, on that live stream I talked about, it. I'm like, yeah, it's actually like when I was doing the fashion portrait, like no invite stuff. It's like these are kind of documentary photos like but this stuff i've been doing the last two books is like very personal because it's literally like my life mm -hmm. you know and yeah, yeah it's also like harder to be judged by that stuff because it is so personal um but mm -hmm. the fact that people are digging it is rad <laughs> feeling very vulnerable yeah. putting it out into the world but uh <laughs> everyone loved your forward people were really digging it uh, Jesse gave a dramatic reading of it uh, when I opened the show. Did Jesse uh, ruin he it? Was, he couldn't get through it <laughs> without making himself laugh. <laughs> but uh, no, everyone everyone dug it, and everyone loved that like the idea of like it putting the book into context and like understanding the reason behind the photos more. So mission accomplished. Nice. That was like the whole goal. So we did it. Yeah, just that the. Uh, auditory meme here that picture of George Bush with the mission accomplished <laughs> sign on the boat behind him. Oh, yeah. But, uh, oh. yeah, I'm trying to think what other stuff happened. So much dumb shit happened. Um, we can talk about mostly because I prepared. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Here. So, we the, <laughs> the eviction oh moratorium ending. Um, I want to hear what you think about it. I mean, it's obviously bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not ended. They, they extended it, was... it a bit again. But the thing is, there's... The CDC of all people there, extended so there's... It, which is kind of funny. Because <sighs> I love how the Democrats were like, we're not yeah. touching Well, that. the thing is with the, the eviction <laughs> moratorium, and I, th I don't... Again, I don't know what the most recent adjustments were, but it's like almost like there's no safe ending to it because 
without like vouching for like lost rent because there, there's i have what may appear to be a contrarian but it's actually a pretty good take okay. on it which is i'm gonna say the eviction moratorium is a good example of how so-called progressive movements are pushing us further into a neoliberal capitalist okay Uh, i just think it's very unreasonable to think like oh technically the idea that like oh you're not paying your rent because you can't pay rent and then expecting and then you'll just have like 60 yeah yeah like that's the thing i was like okay how are you supposed to come up with 18 months of back rent if you couldn't afford next month's rent like it's impossible well i guess this is kind of because it's like it's almost like the end game is rent forgiveness, but also like repossessing property. Yeah, like like is rent so forgiveness gonna, gonna have to be a type of like bankruptcy? Like, are people gonna go in the bankruptcy? Well, I'm thinking of it. I mean, maybe <laughs> social. It's like a it's like a social score. Yeah, but it's like, like okay, closer to you, you don't have to pay back. I'm your, thinking your, about your, it. Like, yeah, like twenty five thousand dollars in back rent, but. You now like can't get a credit card for the next seven years, and yeah. your credit shot. But I, I guess I'm, I'm thinking of it specifically from like the landowner perspective, um, which I'm gonna add a add a caveat here that I'm gonna maybe go against the popular arguments and speak a little favorably of mom and pop landlords while expressing disdain for corporatized huge like property management companies but i'll add like a secondary caveat which is that i don't really subscribe to this like very boomer-esque dogma of homes as like soulless forms of capital i think there's like an intrinsic spirituality attached to the idea of home that's like disregarded in all of this housing discourse uh, so I personally don't understand why anyone would buy a house to rent it out, but that's neither here nor there. I think we're aligned on that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the uh, the idea of buying a house or like making your sole income on rental properties is yeah, it's, it's a weird thing to do. I feel. I mean, it's a foreign concept to but me because I'm time, not in any place like, to like have that become a thing. You know, <laughs> like. Yeah. At the same time, though, I think that there needs to be a distinction drawn between like, you know, like mom and pop people who own a second property and rent it out and people whose literal like livelihood. Is, yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing. Buying and flipping too, houses. is when you remove yourself so far from the landlord tenant relationship. And it yeah, it's like very much that soulless property management company. It's run as like a corporation mm-hmm. where there's really no distinction between like someone going through a hard time and someone just being a total like derelict on rent you know like there's no yeah there's no morality or kind of like it's just like very cut and dry you didn't pay you're out yeah we don't give a shit or bring someone else in yeah versus like i mean a good example actually yeah. was my last rental situation which wasn't ideal but our landlord was like hey just letting you know we plan on moving into your unit like whenever you guys essentially can like find a new place like they weren't going to throw us out but they were also like hey start looking because this isn't going to like last forever and you know so there's like but technically i had a that was month to month so they technically could have been like 
you got to find a new place in 30 days. Yeah. So there was still that like person. Yeah. There was some understanding. It wasn't like a decision made by a computer, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Which is why I think it comes down to the fact that like the moratorium itself is not like, like I just think that anyone who thinks that politicians are going to do something to actually benefit people, I feel like it's always some kind of a scam and that like the moratorium doesn't come down to like some socialist UBI thing as it is just another grab at capital. And the reason why I think this is because, all right, let's think about the moratorium and kind of like the reasoning here is that number one, people can't get evicted uh landlords who aren't gigantic corporations can't afford those mortgages if they're not getting that money uh the big property management companies do fine but the smaller um maybe like one-off mom and pop sort of landlords go into default Mm -hmm. um and then having nothing else as collateral the banks take those properties back the banks own them now so you've successfully aligned yourself with the banks congrats um people who like aren't thinking this all the way through but uh in that situation companies like blackstone which we'll talk about in a few seconds uh that have billions of dollars of capital at their disposal spend those billions buying and renting homes they can buy them super cheap, flip them for a profit, or to ensure that like ongoing revenue, like a subscription model, perhaps, because that's really all that paying rent is. It's like a subscription yeah. model. <laughs> um, you flip them for a profit or um, you rent them. And they've done this before. So Blackstone, backing up a little bit, uh, they are, this is something that they've done before. Um, they were also involved in two separate cases in 2018 and 2019 because they owned Motel 6, which I'm not sure if anyone remembers this because everyone has like collective amnesia about anything that happened before yesterday. Um, they agreed to settle for almost $20 million because they were giving guest lists from Motel 6 to ICE. What? Yeah, so there are Motel really, Six. Really I mean, I've up. I stayed in a Motel Six once, and it's like <laughs> the worst hotel I've ever stayed in. Yeah, and like here's the thing: when people when people are skeptical of me when I say things like, "You really need to consider why corporations are championing this like new woke movement," just ask yourself, "Qui bono?" And if, like, this is the end game of something like the eviction moratorium for, like, people like this to buy houses and rent them for cheap, then it kind of makes sense. But um, they're also one of several companies that have deforested the Amazon. Oh, yeah. It's a terrible like one company. one of those companies where it's not. Up and down. Yeah. It's not, like, initially clear what they do when you see who they are. And I feel like that's how you know that they're unsavory <laughs> at best. But uh, I think the most interesting thing is that they snatched up a bunch of houses in 2007 to 2008, right before, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that there's a lot of details about this. Feel free to read about it on the internet. But all you need to know now is that the UN had to step in because it oh got so bad. And they put together a report about it. 
um, that said things like, as a property manager, Blackstone was known for abusing tenants with exorbitant rent, uh, fees, um, just like, you know, hiking up rent without any notice, um, really aggressive eviction practices, um, and that their real estate practices had a disproportionate impact of communities of color um, because they sort of like targeted subprime oh, yeah. loans. Yeah. Um, so it's like kind of all by design. Oh, yeah. And I mean, they uh, also, they can jack up the rent. And then if they don't fill the space, they can take a, take a loss on their taxes. And that's... Yeah. But also, on. yeah. No, continue. I was say, that was a big thing growing uh, in like where I grew up. And I mean, most of New Jersey and probably a lot of other places. But there are so many out-of-state contractors that come in and build like strip malls. And like there was one that was a strip mall built right next to an empty strip mall. And they bring it upon this one judge and it goes through and they, you know, all these places, you know, whatever. But the thing is, they, they have no incentive because like, they're a big corporation or company that owns multiple properties all over the place and i'm sure some Mm -hmm. of them are like office buildings that are full and very you know profitable but they use these other projects where they ask for exorbitant rent and then don't fill the space and then take a loss that helps pay the taxes on their other properties so they don't give a shit because it's empty because they're still like making money you know whether they collect rent or not yeah and I'm sure somewhere like Blackstone is like, oh, well, yeah, you don't want to pay $2,200 a month. Well, we'll just kick you out and claim a loss, you know? Yeah. And in case like you haven't, you as in listener, haven't like picked up that they're very evil. They also spent almost six and a half million dollars uh, on lobbying against Proposition 10 in California, which was the... Um, proposal for cities to have rent-controlled buildings um i should also mention the c-suite is made up of people who have connections to the trump and bush administrations also some obama people also not surprising bipartisan (laughs) c-suite um yeah so i mean like you have to ask are these moratoriums designed to like squeeze out retail and individual landlords and turn those properties over to these like big dangerous corporations? Um, it, it's not getting us any closer to socialism like anyone thinks. It's just, I guess, pushing us further over the edge of that. Like, well, I think it's I also know. they're they're like literally snatching up like all single family homes in the country. Uh, yeah, and here's the thing, though. I feel like best case scenario, it's just market manipulation, and there's going to be a lot of soulless boxy well, there, houses. There's a lot of that, but it's subway it's tile also taking for sale in the near future. Affordable but home purchases from anywhere in the country out of the hands of people our age who are looking to buy, and like the idea of like yeah, and an affordable them house. To rent. Uh, I think, like, the average home cost in the country now is, like, $299,000. Yeah. And even with, like, a small 3.5% down payment, you still have all those closing costs. Oh, yeah. Costs it's crazy. It's just, uh, like, for most people, especially with, like, student loans and everything, it's unattainable. Which is why, I don't know, I, I feel like there's just this... It, it's, like... 
it's everyone's kind of getting what they want especially like internet communists and tankies that are like private property shouldn't exist but it's like yeah but would you rather all the private property belong to this like gigantic corporation (laughs) that you have to pay and rent and they can just raise it if they want and they can like like it's not it's not going to be your beloved state that's interesting statistic um was though if if rent if like the average home cost rose at the same level that like wages have increased the average home cost would be like sixty one thousand dollars instead of two hundred ninety nine thousand dollars so like even down here that's not happening oh yeah it's it's crazy but like the the cost of a house is inflated so much uh that yeah it's it's you know very like unaffordable for most people i mean if if i inherited my family's house now i might be able to just afford the taxes on it like the house is paid off that's your fault for living in new jersey (laughs) what i'm saying is like their taxes is like my it's like more than what i pay in rent you know yeah it's Uh, insane but yeah it's 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 nuts so yeah let alone i don't know buying stuff in general i mean i'm i'm bummed we uh, we had that house uh well you'll see it when we stay in labor day weekend at that moon lake but that house that went up like mm-hmm. was like a fluke and i was ready to cash out my bitcoin like to buy it to and buy we, it probably a better investment maybe than but i was like ready i had my third ready but the, the house was like way undervalued mm-hmm. but uh yeah, that's what happens is like if it appraises for higher, then you have to pay all that mm. out of pocket at closing. Yeah. But not. But fun. yeah, it was a it's just it's tough. It's really tough. But yeah, the idea that they're snatching up all these properties is also taking them out of the hands of civilians who would buy them, you know? Yeah. And people want to buy oh, people houses. Are- like, I don't care if you're like. A, a tanky who's quote unquote against private property. I think anyone in their right mind would rather, you know, pay a little bit up front, but then also have like you pay a thousand dollars for your mortgage rather than fifteen hundred dollars yeah. for rent and you're like getting equity yeah. in your home and I don't know. It's just like Well that's that's I don't know. I feel like the whole like no, renting is better <laughs> no, is like I don't a think psyop. That's... I don't like, think I there's really many do. people who actually believe that. Uh, there's a really good. People have been saying that for a long time. People have been like trying to convince people that like you'll never get back your down payment or like blah 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 and like the money that you spend. But it's like at least you don't have to deal with someone being like, "I want more money" and like raising <laughs> yeah. your rent. And but th- that's the like thing that. too, though, is a lot of places have like homeowner uh, associations. Or, like, maintenance fees. So, like... So then if you, you just don't buy an well, yeah, HOA. Well, yeah, I know. But a lot of places are HOA or they're condo units and you have to. And that's stuff that are other variables. Like, I remember looking, like, just for fun when I first moved to Jersey City. I was like, oh, what would it cost me to move into, like, if I just if I bought, like, a studio? You know? And there was, like, a studio that wasn't too far. Like, a lot. Like, a small lofted studio. But it was like $159,000. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, give or take around what my rent 
a little bit more than what, or a little bit less than what my rent would be, but there was a three hundred and fifty dollar a month maintenance fee. It's like, what's that actually going to? Like, there's no lawn to mow. <laughs> like, there's no like snow yeah. removal and like a washing machine. I probably still have to pay for. Like, it. So they find their money somewhere else, you know. But uh, I don't know. It it sucks. But yeah, I think it's just. A lot. The problem is a lot of our parents' generation have equity in homes and things like that, and that is money that is accessible if you ever needed it. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, especially if they were buying houses around our age, that you know it'd be on the smaller side of what they owe at this point via the mortgage, and that yeah, like I said, it's it's equity, and now we're gonna have an entire generation almost without any equity and that's going to lead to very interesting market (laughs) down the line you know well i think that's why like uh i think they realized that and i think that's why once again a psyop was the reverse mortgage and they were like oh we're gonna like miss out on people having this so let's just drain this one generation of everything And then it's like the bank owns those houses too. So it's just all so yeah. messed up. Well, this is a real bummer. <laughs> uh, let's see if I have something else we can talk about. Um, Oh, I have a Philly art okay. update. Does it have anything to do with uh, um, sucking my melons? Did we, I don't think we talked about it on no. the podcast. No, but we definitely what? should. <laughs> I'm sure people have seen it, but that that one artist who does all like the candy hearts, wheat paste around the city, the goth hearts, yeah. Philly is such a wheat paste Truly. city. So much discourse happens around wheat, so wheat paste corny. out there. But it's so corny. what was the collab yeah. with the other artists? Was it like a yarn bomber? It was a yarn bomber. <laughs> so the candy hearts, wheat paster, and the yarn bomber collabed on. Uh, Do you still have that video that I sent you? Because I feel like people just need to. The thing is, there was a lot of visual. I felt like I got yeah, but the the discourse. I felt stupider after I listened to it, and I feel like we shouldn't deprive anyone. Wouldn't even know what to Google to find it. I feel like if I just look in our messages and I look up melons. (laughs) Yeah, probably (laughs) actually just. uh, But yeah, so while you're doing that, the backstory was apparently it was some collab of these two artists and it was based around a poem that was oh just sent it to you uh <laughs> devil truly. works fast but i work faster oh, okay. um all right well i guess we'll play this so it's a it's anti yeah yeah so the whole premise that's all yeah, you need to know right it. now and i guess i will lay out the visuals there is a slice of pizza should, that's uh, should i just share my screen and you can just do the play-by-play yeah. via this. Oh, yeah. my God. All right, hold on. <laughs> Good thing everyone in Philly already <laughs> hates me. Because this is going to make me some All right. Enemies. Here we go. <laughs> Perfect. Wait. Hold on. I got to pause it for a second. This is also via TikTok, by the way. This is via TikTok. Um, the, the person tweeting this tiktok said new collaborative street art installation today calling out ghosting ghosting culture culture. and and 
there was another wheat paste behind this that they painted <laughs> partially over, um, which uh-huh. is a vote one, which is a callback to episode 69 when we were talking about the, oh, the no. oat milk wheat paste, <laughs> which was over. This was one of the wheat pastes that oh they wheat God. pasted over. Continue. All right, so so there's there's stapling a crocheted piece of pizza and a black candy heart that said where'd you go? <laughs> a haiku. And then a uh, haiku. Now they're sticking candy hearts to and the pizza as if they were pepperoni. <laughs> they say things like love sick and yep, eat me. Yep. Hey, I am Nicole of Lace in the Moon and I'm here with Amberella Hi. or Amber. Uh, we just finished up doing a collab. This is our second collab together, and the first time we did one, it was based off a poem I wrote. So Amber and I decided to do one based off of something she recently wrote. Um, I wrote the poem, it's a haiku called Where'd You Go? Um, I've been studying this year with John Wineland about how to open any moment with love and art. And um, I was dating a man that kind of disappeared. It was a guy off at Hinge. He was awesome. He is awesome. And um, I hadn't heard so much backpedaling. What could really like open this moment? Yeah. Like what could serve a higher love in this moment? And I love pizza, and it's always <laughs> involved in my love life <laughs> in a big way. So wait, I wait. <laughs> Pizza's always involved in her love life in a big way. I just had a picture, like a mental picture of her, like doing the George Costanza, like eating a pizza in the nightstand, like the trifecta, <laughs> mid uh, coitus, eating pizza in the nightstand. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the idea of opening yes. a moment with love. Alright, here we go. There's still another minute of this. Yeah. IQ called Where'd You Go? Wait, so we gotta read the poem, because I don't think they actually read I don't and I don't think this is an actual haiku. I need to do some counting, well, but uh so the haiku is called okay. Where'd You Go? Uh Do you wanna read it or do you want me to? <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't think it's addressed. I don't think they actually read the haiku aloud during this video. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Um, I'll get the snaps out. I'm so out. sorry, everyone from Philadelphia. Uh, should, I, should I do a Jesse-esque dramatic <laughs> sure, reading? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. <laughs> I got something for you. <sighs> yes, I think I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't brought this out in a while. Yeah. Get into the mood. Okay. Where'd you go? A haiku. You sucked my melons. We ate meat lovers pizza. Did you get too full? (laughs) (laughs) I know that this is probably like I'm gonna get canceled for shitting on another person's culture. Uh, I don't mean any like disrespect to the Japanese, but haiku is like the weakest form of. That's like slightly above Ruby Car. <laughs> you must have known you were wrong. <laughs> you should have done a Ruby Car reading. Dipped inside me, searching for honey that would not come for you. You got blood on my dick. You sucked my melons. <laughs> you sucked my melons. You sucked my melons. This is the funniest sentence in the English language. Pizza. It's like, is she going with a food theme here? We're going like melons to you, pizza. You sucked my melons is my cellar door. 
let's continue. Wait, we, the uh, the sad like six words sad story. <laughs> Wait, I, so can we do the counting? Melons uh, for sale. Uh, melons never been sucked. <laughs> <laughs> So the counting is, uh, it's five, seven, five, right? So you sucked my melons. That's a stretch for a five. Uh, that's me- melons. I feel like that's yeah, one so you syllable. You sucked my, yeah, that's only four. Great. Okay. So right, right we, at the start, it, you know, you could call it poetic justice. <laughs> we ate meat lovers pizza. That is seven. Did you get okay. too full? That's five. So is it you okay. sucked mm-hmm. my melons? You, <laughs> you, you sucked my, my melons. melons. <laughs> All right, I'm back on board. It's even better now. You sucked my melons. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 actually written in iambic pentameter. <laughs> 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 now I wish it said you sucketh my melons. <laughs> you sucketh my melons. <laughs> we need to figure out where this is. We need to go to there. This is have a nice life canon now. We need, we need to like go there. Like, and you have a pil- like a a Shemokin Dunkin' Donuts esque uh, pilgrimage. <laughs> I wonder if it's still there because that yarn oh, nonsense it, like, gets it it like oh, rains it just, once like, and it just like so gross. Let's, let's finish this fucking video. <laughs> yeah, a haiku. Where'd you go? Oh, they do read you it. You sucked my melons. We ate meat lovers pizza. Did you get too full? So I sent this poem to the man I was dating when I hadn't heard from him. And <laughs> wait, pause it again. Pause it again. <laughs> Pause it again. Okay, so you so say so that, like, number one, she she read it the way you, we read it originally, and it is only four syllables. Yeah, so, a disrespect to the Japanese people <laughs> of the highest regard. Seppuku hmm? now, <laughs> seppuku when? Um, so uh, my melons. <laughs> that would work. Seppuku my mel- no, that's that's six. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. No, it's five. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, what would you do if someone sent you this with like devoid oh of context? So, well, I mean, I would <laughs> assume they were trying to open the it moment. Just with love. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it just seems like it's. It just seems like a flex. First of all, it's like. By the way, I had sex. <laughs> Yeah, it's really disrespectful this to the people whole video out there with is. unsucked just... melons, you know. Yeah, what about asexuals? <laughs> what about carnivores out there? What What about the demisexuals out there? What about vegans? I just gotta say, how many drafts did she go through where you sucked my melons made like... it to the final cut? <laughs> There's, it's just like one of the. She's like on a typewriter, and there's just crumpled up papers like all over her, <laughs> like just all over the floor. She's like, no, it's not right, and she See, just crumples thing, it up and th- throws it on the floor. And then like you, the the camera pans over to like a an uncut honeydew <laughs> on the calendar, and she's like, 
Yes, well, the, melons. The thing is, like, <laughs> melons is such a weird term. Like, like if she did boobies, it would still be cute and would actually fit five syllables. Like, she chose melons, which is, number one, awkward as shit. Number two, no one actually says melons and refers to tits. And number three... I, I actually know her... I actually know her in real life, and she's I very nice. I, I have no, uh, <laughs> like. You don't, though, so you don't have to hold Yeah, back. well, no, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not, I don't doubt she's nice at all. Misguided, very much. <laughs> but. Math but the, again, like I said, melons is, is not only a weird choice, but it doesn't actually even fit what a haiku is. <laughs> Dan, uh, she is single. You know? You could get a haiku. <laughs> you could either get a lifetime of love or a haiku. What if I... Okay, so back to the original the question. Is what if I received this message from a woman? I would probably... Yeah. Well, first would probably be... It depends on how good those melons were. <laughs> but number two, I'd probably like to turn my phone off forever. <laughs> Like I'd be, I'm, I'm actually done with technology as a whole. It just like push. Yeah, absolutely. Into being alive. I'd be, I'd be moving in the West Virginia yeah. with you, like into your shed in the back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I'd cancel your sudden link uh, or your your Starlink subscription. I'd be like, no, your it's no, no internet for anybody. Um. But yeah, it it's just. Well, the video goes into even further because now then it reaches into consent. Which is very interesting, if I remember this video correctly. It was just playable, <laughs> see? <laughs> was It really opened the moment, and it opened him, and we had a beautiful conversation. We are able to close a container of what we had shared together, and we are still in contact today, and I asked him permission to use this poem that I had gifted him in a public space, and he was open. Wait, closing a container? Permission to use my... Permission to use my intellectual property for my own. I love the idea of closing a container yeah. of a moment and then asking to use permission of a poem that she gifted him. <laughs> oh. I'd be like, is there a gift receipt? <laughs> now I can just only picture the gift. I want to trade the this gift for receipt, another one. Uh, sketch from I think you should leave. <laughs> She's taking too small of a slice right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that, that refers to the pizza as well. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this fucking thing up. Here we go. That and excited to share the art that I had made with him with the world. And this piece is really special to me um, because of Amber's story behind it, but also because of all of the other meanings of kind of like ghosting right now and, and the ghost culture the ghost culture and There's it no seems ghost. like whether it's in a relationship ghosting right now um, or even in your they don't have a windscreen on their microphone, unlike us. No. Ghost. Professional life. As right an artist now. myself, we're constantly getting ghosted. And it's okay to just say, hey, this price was too much. I'm not feeling it's the like idea. I wonder why. <laughs> so, artists are the only ones why. to get ghosted. Uh, ghosting itself is a culture yeah. that people practice. Uh, maybe the only culture <laughs> Americans have. Uh, so... <laughs> They say white people have no culture. <laughs> yeah, I don't think ghosting's actually a culture. It's it's like maybe a habit, a bad habit. It, it's a gray it's area a of morality that happens. It's. I just feel like 
like people want an answer and the ghosting is your answer. I mean, I hate it. I respect people who don't ghost. I don't. I don't do it personally, but I'm also not going to be the one who's like, I used to be the person who was all like feminista. Why did you, why did you suck my melons and then delete my number? Um, But now it's just kind of like, if they don't like you, they don't like you. Like why? Like closure is a, out of all of the things that people say are like quote unquote constructs, closure is a construct. (laughs) You, You sucked my melons. Please respond. I think I. <laughs> I showed you my melons. Please answer me. Uh, I think we should get into questions. Well, you don't have any questions. Oh no! Oh, but there's that... more to this. Oh wait, this was a total yeah. sidetrack so of what we actually were going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Back to the program. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that's like a little bit of context. I'm just going to add a little more context here. Um, so I want to say this was like last year two years ago 2018 august 20th 2018 this is coming up on two years uh oh i remember this was three years ago actually this is three years ago okay so three years ago uh anyone who's familiar with this got memory (laughs) hold by the way there's just so much happening really bad yeah so um barbara I guess Jeep dealership, they've always had these really ugly ads all over the city, but it works because like Philly's full of ugly people. There's just like Philly's an ugly city. No, I'm sorry. N- no one's arguing um, there. Actually, I'm not going to sorry. I'm <laughs> Philly's <laughs> an ugly city. And these particular ads that people got mad about for being ugly are on trash okay. cans. So, um, these two Philadelphia grifters, I'm going to call them, uh, because I have personal dirt on one of them that I'm not going to divulge because I'm not one of those, like, subscribe to the Patreon, but let me just say, I have, I have a very good reason for not liking one of these people. Um, uh, but yeah, so. Two Philadelphia people, uh, Conrad, a.k.a. Streets Department, the person who posted that anti-ghosting culture video that we just watched. Um, He's like a Philly street art blogger. Uh, He's done a lot of good things for the community, so I'll give him that. Uh, But there's some also, like, I'll get into some bad things, I guess. Uh, And then Brendan Lowry, uh, who is the person behind People Delphia. And he has his own creative agency. Um, They stirred up this whole like controversy where they were like, these signs are so ugly. Let's get them removed. And then eventually it turned into a campaign called hashtag trash can takeover where they sort of like gifted these spots on these trash cans to their like art community friends, I guess. And it became an ad for City Fitness. (laughs) So, um, it's just this, like, very basic PR, like, very, it was like, oh, I get it, you read, you read Ryan Holiday's Trust Me, I'm Lying. It's a good book, by the way. (laughs) You ran with it. It's a good book, but it's just very basic. Um, so, yeah, they did that, uh, three years ago, and now exactly three years later, um, almost exactly three years later, 
they uh, posted this picture. I guess this looks like it was in Rittenhouse Square. And it's on one of those like, uh, you know, like, I guess magazine, you know, when you like buy like magazines and like gum and stuff on the street. One oh, of those, yeah, like, yeah, like shelters. a newsstand. It's on a like the street. Stand. Yeah, the newsstand. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's on the street facing side of that structure. And it's an ad for the ad. And it says, nobody works a corner harder than this okay. ad. It's in bad taste, yeah, but it's also not like, it's something you just look at it, you uh-huh. say that's in bad taste, I'm not going to buy an ad from them, I guess, and then you keep uh-huh. continuing on your day. Uh, on the People Delphia page, which has like a couple hundred thousand followers, and then on Brendan Lowry's personal Twitter and probably his personal page too, um, <clears throat> and also his personal uh, Twitter. He made sure to screen grab the Philadelphia or the People Delphia thing instead of like posting the original photo. So you know, there's like some like double sided self promotion there. Uh, from one to a hundred, how offensive is this new display advertising campaign from at Interstate Outdoor? It's plastered all over Philadelphia. This is a mockery in a city with a twenty percent or twenty three percent poverty rate. To grab eyeballs is disgusting. Whether mocking sex workers, street performers, or those who are struggling financially and asking for spare change throughout the city, it's wrong and these need to be taken down ASAP. And I have a feeling that this is going to turn into like, you need to take down your (laughs) stuff and replace it with our stuff again. Because it's just this like, this thing that they do, and this is probably why I hate Philadelphia art culture so much, it's this like, the their art isn't good enough and like they're not good at marketing themselves i guess so what they do is they stir up culture war outrage just for self-promotion and frankly <laughs> i think it's evil yeah it i love that idea like of that weird it's it's entitlement really is like people who are like like outrage is, <clears throat> is currency well, like outrage is social currency there's that, I don't but care i love the are. idea of like there's so many people who are like why do this when you can do this instead and it's like an entitlement where so that that popped up recently with like the whole big uh that huge deal that south park just signed for like 900 million dollars for another like six seasons and a bunch of other stuff it's like the largest media contract in history something like that and there were so many other people were like I am, like, surprised that it's still around. I feel like South Park low-key fell off. I don't know. I mean, good for them that they're still fucking scamming for that money, but... uh, I feel like South Park bros just got... They just turned into (laughs) Joe Rogan. I'm sure there's a a pretty... That Venn diagram's close to a circle. to Joe Rogan pipeline. uh, you know, it's... I mean, The Simpsons still exist, you know? (laughs) But it's just one of those deals where there were so many people who are like, you could pay me less and I would do more. Like Sarah Squirm was like, you could pay me way less and I'd make you some new cool content. And it's the same shit. Like when people were mad that like Kendall Jenner had a film camera and it's like, and she shot some Mm -hmm. spread for love magazine. It's like, yo motherfucker. Like who's posting on like Peta pixel comment section. Like, your phone wasn't going to be the next one the ring if she didn't pick up. <laughs> like, she's not taking jobs yeah, exactly. from you. She's not. Especially because it's like, 
you like it's all yeah. about promotion exactly it's all any of this is about and she has like the biggest audience and exactly. guess what that's like it's not that she's a good almost. photographer it's just that he can advertise <laughs> that she took the photos you know uh it's yeah. so it's there were so many people who were like why do this when you could do hire me instead and it's like that's not how the world works i'm sorry yeah. uh like yeah like no like one clearly wants you a room full of people who know more about the market than we do and that <laughs> anybody else on twitter does valued south park at 900 million dollars and if they didn't value it that much they would never pay that much but clearly there's still a market yeah. there and you're not involved in that like I'm gonna say, they probably have an entire team of people working on that, yeah. and they crunched those numbers. And they made sense because they wouldn't pay it otherwise. Yeah. That's as simple as that. Like whether you personally yeah. find it valued at that yeah. has no difference at all on the scope of things. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah, I love that backhanded thing of like, well, why do this when this is better? That involves me directly. <laughs> Like, I'd love to yeah, think exactly. that way, but it's stupid. It's like, oh, like, yeah, like, of course there's people who could hire me instead of someone else, but sometimes there's a reason they hired <laughs> them instead. And sometimes, you know, maybe they're misinformed, but maybe it's my, it's on me to not inform them uh, in, like, in like a meaningful way, not in a yeah. way that's just like spiteful, you know, or, or like. Like in a world where yeah. nepotism exists, like you're so like, far down the food chain you or might as well just, just shake more hands else. be more proactive you know shake more hands yeah maybe definitely helps. uh uh <laughs> well i got some questions we can kind of plow through these a little bit because we're running a little long and i do have one oh you, you got, got a different one so that doesn't involve me yeah okay yeah oh. i mean it, it obviously oh. involves you it's well, a question uh, for both of us let's... but we can do that one last because cool. I think it's a riffable uh, one. Okay. Uh, were you scared of Y2K? I haven't thought about Y2K in a long time. I was uh, really young when Y2K Flex. happened. So, <laughs> yeah. I was like what? just born. What year were you born? <laughs> when the towers fell? <laughs> 9-11-2001 10 to, wait, was it like something 10 a.m. Like that 9-23 something? something like that um <laughs> i remember there was so, so much weird shit around 9-11 around y2k a lot of weird shit around 9-11 <laughs> too uh building seven everyone <laughs> Was Y2K just like a little bit off and it was actually predicting <laughs> well, 9-11? I love that people thought that the Y2K, there was like a virus in, oh my God, there was, there were so many weird, con I miss these like, these like harmless virus? conspiracy theories now. You mean <laughs> yes. a pandemic? No, no. So they were just, there was they were just like 21 years off. Internet forward, like email forward culture. Do you remember Santa bowling? It was this really weird nope. flash game where you can like you're Santa and it's like a bowling game. <clears throat> and people swore <laughs> that um that was like if you had that on a computer it was going to tank your computer at at midnight on the year 2000. And then the other video was another like early like pre YouTube video of uh did you ever see the video of the alien it's like a really rudimentary alien, like CGI alien singing, I will survive. 
I remember like being I do over remember at my parents' that. friend's house and they were like showing them on the computer. Like it was the funniest thing on the planet. Because like the alien I gets like crushed by the, by the disco ball at the being, end. Yes. And people are like, that's the Y2K yes. virus. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I don't remember particularly feeling too scared about it. I think even at a young, because I mean, I was 12 or 13 when that happened. I guess I would have been just like fresh 13, I think. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, yeah, this all seems stupid. It's probably going to be fine. But uh, I remember yeah. 2000, <laughs> year 2000 was a weird time because I remember we went to, very we went to a friend, like a, a friend's family's house. And my parents like still talk about it. They're like, they built a dance floor in the garage. Like it was some like revelation that they put down like parquet laminate flooring in the garage with like a disco ball. Uh, but I remember at midnight, their neighbor, like four houses down, was firing a revolver into the air. <laughs> and that was nice. like a thing that people like just brandishing guns. That man. Yeah. They, they were, he was, there was dancing Israelis too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just I just love the idea of like, oh, it. like people used to just be able to carry guns in the suburbs. And no one really batted an eye. Just a man firing a, a silver revolver yeah. into the air. Pre nine eleven was just such a. It truly was like I miss it. Just uh, it it changed things. It was the end of the nineties. We're gonna be like ten years from now. We're gonna be like, oh, remember life pre one six? Oh man! Well, if the government has their way, uh, we'll never forget. Um, most famous person you've ever met. Um. Uh... Honestly, I think it might be Glenn really? Beck. I never thought of politicians <laughs> as celebrities. Who is He's he? Not a He's a radio personality. I mean, he has a his own channel. Actually, no, that's probably not true. Because I've met a smattering of Christian music artists. Yeah, I don't have like a very famous. Um, I met. I would w. say that Bush. counts. <laughs> famous painter george w bush an artist if you will yeah i'm at the did you open the the moment from did you open the moment with love and and more importantly did you close the container afterwards (laughs) we had did not suck your melons yeah i'm trying to think i'm like i kind of avoid (laughs) famous people i used to like meet people i guess when they would come on the morning show i worked on um hoodie allen um uh i was in an elevator with judge napolitano again these are all like weird (laughs) politicians hoodie allen especially um okay there we go that's that counts oh Hockey players. No so many hockey, hockey players. So. I think George W. Okay. Bush counts. Um, I think that's hard to top. <laughs> I'm trying to think because I feel like I've had more than the famous president. interactions. The 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 pre- oh, the only yeah. president I still recognize as being president. He's going to be reinstated. The date has just shifted <laughs> to September 9th. George Bush will become president again um, after the recount. Yeah. No, I think. I think George okay. W. Bush is probably the most famous person I've ever met. <sighs> Thank Besides you. Dan Bassini. Um, 
I mean, George W. Bush never had a, a Z. <laughs> that is one thing I could probably say I have over George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I just pictured him, like, looking at the no effects, like, not my president shirt, and just would be getting really upset. For some reason, just, like, a single <laughs> tear running down his cheek. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've met my fair share. Um, I'd probably have to say Ringo Starr. Uh, he gave me the peace sign. And oh, I'm like, yeah. That's a little old. That's a good one. Man, it's a little... You still doing that shit? <laughs> <laughs> He's still on that shit. Yeah, I think like... <laughs> he's like I'm contractually <laughs> obligated to only yeah, do things yeah. from the sixties. Uh, yeah, I think that would probably be the most famous. I mean, like Debbie Harry and like Christine from Blondie, but I think they're not as famous as Ringo Starr. You know? Um, no, probably not. Yeah, I mean, I've had my fair share of run-ins. Fallout Boy. Again, like I think Ringo Starr still yeah. tops that in terms of like global appeal. So, um, yeah, but might also not be as famous as George W. Bush. So, <laughs> who would win in a fight, Ringo Starr or George? I w. think Bush. George Bush. I think George yeah, Bush. I think would he's, play dirty. he's got some, some scrap left in him. He would call Dick Cheney to <laughs> shoot him in the face. Perfect. Uh, Accidentally. Where is Donda? <laughs> good, good question. I, I, I'm, I'm on the side that... of Kanye West just never releasing an album specifically to make people mad. Kanye West just being so the most divorced, divorced guy. I, I, like, I love so that he divorced. like just started wearing like a turn of the century like bear out like a bear hunter's outfit <laughs> with all the spikes on it <laughs> he like saw that he saw that yeah, like it's that picture that circulated tumblr like 10 years ago and he's like i want that look yeah uh but yeah i think yeah. he just should continue not releasing the album and just doing more and more weird performances where it he gets just funnier every he just time. like forces no an entire stadium of people album. to listen to an album on like us on like a sound system <laughs> that is not meant for the nuances of like a produced record <laughs> like like a stadium system that's it's like a stadium designed to play Gary yeah. Glitter and only Gary Glitter <laughs> and only when there's a hat trick <laughs> it's only meant to play thunderstruck over and over again <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's hilarious because it's literally the worst way to like debut an album that's like produced with care and nuance. Uh, also, that it got me yeah. thinking: whatever happened to the Kanye West video game? Do you remember that? In like at like E three in twenty sixteen. Oh Speaking yeah, of absolutely. memory hold um, things. He like debuted a trailer for a video game called Only One. That was, you played as his mom, and you, like, you played as her ascending to heaven. Do you not remember that? Oh, my God. I'd, I'd play the trailer no. for it, but there's no, like, actual sound that would make it worth it. But look up Kanye West video game and watch the trailer. You played his mom as an angel ascending to heaven. Amazing. I want that. When When is only one going to drop? That's 
that's a it's no it's like a true mental moment. health awakening moment like 5150 <laughs> this man immediately <laughs> like it's dark uh all right i want the robert kardashian um hologram to make an appearance at the next listening party <laughs> just still telling kanye that he's a genius yeah, oh like God. wearing the bear um, hunter outfit. Did you ever get picked for jury duty? Yeah, I got picked when I first moved to New York. So I told, what was it? I hadn't switched over my residency. So I, and I actually had like a, I don't remember what the situation was exactly, but, oop. I accidentally almost made an emergency call on my phone. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Um, yeah, so I got jury duty and I was like, oh, I moved. And then wherever I'd moved to, I got like summoned to jury duty again, but I hadn't updated my residency. So I was like, I finessed my way out of it. So I got the only time in my life that I'd gotten summoned to jury duty uh, it was like twice, nice. and I got out of I, I've been summoned a bunch of times, like probably at least four. Only once have I ever had to like go in. Like I would normally, like, you'd like call the number, and they'd be like, oh, only this certain, these numbers have to come in, and then, oh, we're actually not having any other cases the rest of the week, like you're off. But there was uh, a time, mm-hmm. it, it must have been before I moved to Jersey City, but not too long before, where... I got called in and uh, I actually got like seated in like a jury selection where they like interview you and the, the like the uh, lawyers decide whether they want you to put you on the jury. And it was some like car theft uh, case or something like that. And I, I literally just <laughs> said, uh, and this is a good tip for everybody else is uh, when they ask you like, if you think there's any reason why you wouldn't be a good fit for the jury, you I just mean, that's told a good them option. But racist. I said, uh, <laughs> Say, I'm a uh, no, I literally said uh, that I hate the police and I would never rule in favor of the police. And they were just like, yeah, okay, you're, you're good to go. <laughs> what did, what did, what did Sting do to you? <laughs> but yeah, if you just tell them you hate cops and you will not rule in favor of the cops, they'll let you go uh and they let me go and i pieced off uh nice. so yeah that's a good tip i i do love that 30 rock episode where there she, she shows up like princess leia and they're like you're in new york honey that doesn't work here <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> where is the worst place you've gotten bad news i got dumped via text while at the dmv well i do already you? know what yours is gonna be <laughs> no the oh, m&m God damn it. Oh, it's not funny at all, but it's bad. Uh, I found out via Facebook while waiting in line to use the bathroom at the M&M store that a woman I had been like seeing a few months before had passed away. And uh, yeah, Yeah. uh, M&M store in the middle of Times Square. Not a place to receive any news, (laughs) let alone bad news. I can't really think of 
I feel like every time I've received bad news, it's been like an appropriate <laughs> situation. Um, you ha- I you will had say the proper when the band Lord broke up with me, handle, I just, uh... yeah, <laughs> the container was open. Uh, I had just get gotten done watching mm-hmm. the Naked Gun, and he called me, and I was I like, it was an "Airplane." I, I was like, uh, I just like, oh. no, it was the Naked Gun. Well, we were supposed to watch um, Airplane during one of our quarantine movie nights, and you said it's too soon. Um, Maybe oh, that's yeah. just Leslie Nielsen in general. No, it was the Naked Gun. Surely. <laughs> uh, don't call me Shirley. Um, yeah, but he was like trying to break up with me, and I just got done watching the movie, and I was telling him about it, and I was like, what do you want to do this weekend? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I can't <laughs> So we were saying receiving bad news in bed style is not good. Yeah. Uh, favorite Olympic sport yeah. this year? No one actually fucking watched the Olympics this year. Uh, no one actually. I would watched have to the say Olympics. the horse dancing. Um, I did see like the. Is it is it the dressage the Olympusaners? <laughs> Call it by its name. Yeah. Um. I. I, I didn't literally either. didn't watch any of the Olympics this year. I was mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not rooting I, for America. I watched the only um, Olympics I watched was me and the big ragu went to eat like a pile of chicken tenders in like Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania. Miller tendies. Miller's Ale House. Oh, where'd you go? And got the Zinger Mountain, oh, okay. which is just not a pile of chicken tenders with like melted cheese and French fries. And they had the the women's Olympic high diving on. Okay, so I was about to actually reference the high diving. There was this woman that was, she jumped off. Oh, and she instead just like of like doing a proper in. dive, she just like, she just like plonked herself in there. And it's like, that's so sad that you're literally And then you like, you missed the second spring off the what, board. That's what came out. Yeah, we did. I watched that. <laughs> yeah. Live. Um, so sad. Yeah. Are you going to? Yeah. I'm just gonna to, just because I'm so tired of everyone online. I'm just gonna say anything. <laughs> but uh, did you? Uh, are you gonna go off the high dive at, at Knobles? We got the we got the beat the the park passes. I saw. I don't. I mean, know. you're coming with. I know. Why? I don't want to go in the water at all. You think there's pee? First of all, the the, the whole. Yes. The air is full. I of know pee. that there's pee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying you're not safe from pee anywhere. I think I'm pretty ah. safe from pee right now. So you think? <laughs> I think you should, I need to see those high dive moves. We're gonna watch Billboard <laughs> Dad, and uh, you're gonna get all hyped up on the on the high dive that you're gonna wanna. See it for yourself. I can Kevin, watch. Kevin I can got score. Billboard Dad on DVD. We're gonna watch it, and I love that. Like the the twins, Mary Kate and Ashley, they say uh, like literally the the stinger on the back of the box says like one is a surfer, one is a high diver. Like they totally like chose the two opposite ends of the water spectrum, and they're like. I feel like high Surfer. dive was not the opposite of surfing. I feel like maybe um, what is the thing when like they <laughs> that's, all yeah I would say that's swimming. like yeah the opposite of surfing. 
or like uh, yeah like but i love the idea of like, like asking a surfer like would you say that high diving is the total opposite of surfing and the guy's just like uh <laughs> i guess and they're like got it marketing team complete uh <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh yeah, we're gonna sh- I'm gonna show some moves off on the springboard. I'm gonna do some watermelons. It's gonna be great. A watermelon. It's like a cannonball dive. I'm very good at it. It's like mm, I haven't gone in a pool in probably you're like afraid? ten years. Of pee? Because I just <laughs> haven't been Dark. around a pool. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, I'm out of questions. We gotta wrap this up. What's the last one? All right. All right I have one more. It. I have a question. Um, do you think anyone is going to come after Rihanna for becoming a millionaire or sorry, a billionaire the way people come after Jeff Bezos or are people going to be more interested in virtue? This is literally a question that they asked Patrick from uh, self-defense family. <laughs> Maybe it might actually they, they be literally the just person. asked him on his little Q and A immediately before we started recording. <laughs> but uh, I I agree with what he said was that she made her billions via like a lot of industry gatekeeping, and I think people will think of her as mm-hmm. a self starter or like a self made billionaire. But I'm sure she's just as much a self made billionaire as like Kylie Jenner is. You know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's just like it's uh, people are trying to like, you know, skirt around with identity politics to be like, but Rihanna's a black woman. Um or like Rihanna's relationship to the capital is different and it's like there's no way that you get that rich yeah. without um, exploiting I'm just going to say someone. it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. Uh and also uh yeah. I couldn't tell you like a, a recent Rihanna song. So like good yeah, I guess, oh, I'm assuming I guess it's Fenty is like what pushed her over the edge, right? Yeah, I did. I will say I saw her perform at Made in America, and she came out in this like cloak, and she was going like this, and it looked like uh like how I, I imagine. It sounds never like seen she's performing, perform, but it's how I imagine. <laughs> 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 she just had like the wall of I'm it. glad we, we <laughs> still got it I think I'll try to find the picture oh and send God. it to you it's Amazing. very funny <laughs> uh, do you have any other people's content this week Um, I forget if this was my other people's content last week I don't think it was but I've been listening to chemtrails over the country club is it non-stop. I haven't listened it's to it such at a good all. album it's really different because I, I kind of like tuned out. I feel like I went really hard with like Born to Die and I whatever her first album was. Born to Die was, was the first album. What was the second one? And then she had the one that was like Born to Die Paradise Edition. Oh, it was like both uh, Ultra Violence? Paradise Edition was just an, no, it was like that the was a good extended one too, version. Because uh, she came out with like fucking... Yeah, and they just tacked that on the Born to Die with like with the summer whatever summertime sadness and the pussy Pepsi Cola song. Yeah, and then Ultra Violence came after that. Yeah, so I I kind of checked out. I listened to Ultra Violence, but I didn't like listen to it religiously. So I kind of 
yeah, I, I fell I off after much, Born to Die. I, I liked it, but I didn't. It didn't get a whole yeah. So I haven't really been like I've been a fan. Like a I love her suburban fan, but, mom you know, bod look. Uh, yeah, that's kind of why I had to start listening. Um, but yeah, it's really good. It's very different from her early era. I'm not sure how it compares to like some of the middle stuff because it, it's like thematically it's very similar, just more grown up, okay. but musically it's it very out. different. Um, yeah, mine is also an album that just came out. Um, Foxing Draw Down the Moon. That's their newest record. They did a lot of teaser stuff. Uh, they did a song with Y, who I've been listening to a ton lately. Um, oh my god, it's so you good. got me listening to a ton. <laughs> Uh, it's so, it's so of an era so, so for sure, but it's it's so fucking catchy. But yeah, the new Foxing record is fantastic. It's it's a little departure from what they've been doing, but it's musically it's fan- so well done. Uh, so it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, I think I added one of the songs to our August playlist, which is in the description. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. got plugs. Uh, com. I have a cool story coming out tomorrow about Amber Wine. So, yeah, it's just basically a, a lifestyle substack, I guess, mostly focused on like fashion and food, which are the two things I really care about. Um, so yeah, Dan's a subscriber. Uh, are he doesn't you really checking? open a lot of the emails, though. You can see. I mean, I can see. You, when when are you gonna yeah. have me? When are you gonna interview me for your newsletter? I'll, I'll open that one. Actually, it would be. That'd be a good one. <laughs> Watch this right. space. Um, let's let's talk about this. Okay. Let's let's discuss this offline. Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What else? You have more plugs. <laughs> yeah, like Sorry, eating his Charlie's vagina. Like- He's looking for it, though. He doesn't have a vagina. Um, he's cleaning himself. <laughs> he's not a cat. Uh, follow me on Instagram, I guess. Um, he's itching himself then, I guess. I don't know. I hope you can't hear the sound he's making. It's really gross. Uh, at EM Rikini and uh, mm. on Twitter, if you dare, at Byzantine I, Barbie. I, I, I'm just hemorrhaging follow. I can't <laughs> endorse your Twitter any longer. At all it's times. A lot. Uh, you can follow me at Dan Vicini on Twitter. It's it's somewhere between Anna Kachian <laughs> and Amy Therese. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you can follow me at Dan Bassini <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, danbassini.com. My newest book, officially out. I still feel it. Uh, there are still some copies left, but they are going quickly. I got to pack up some orders, actually, as soon as we get off this. Um, I still have a couple pre-order 4x6s that I'll throw into the books as uh, as long as supply allows. Uh, so yeah, first come first serve on that. But yeah, the mm-hmm. new book's out. I still have past issues of the book of uh, No Invite and Cruel Summer. I still have a few of the limited print uh, collections as well. I uh, yeah, I don't know. Order some shit for me. Uh, it feels good to get it out, and then if they're gone, it's even more exclusive for you. Uh, you can follow us mm-hmm. at. 
a nice life pod on Twitter and Instagram. I just had a total brain melt. Uh, I am. He's it's because you're staring at Charlie, isn't it? Um, he's been really cute. Now that he stopped, like, <laughs> so you can follow us both leg. on Nice Life Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You could join our Facebook group, the Have a Nice Life Pineal Glen Decalcification Fast Track to Success Cult. We keep getting new members who are people who are definitely not listeners to the podcast, and it makes it even better. Uh, <laughs> and also, we haven't said this in a while, but please rate and review on whatever podcast uh, listening application you use. Yeah, I think it's time we step this up. <laughs> Just as you start fucking we... with your audio cables. <laughs> uh, we we get some new listeners because... We're consistent. Sort of. Yeah. We've been doing this for a minute. Yeah. We're kind of... Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to like, we need, cause we need, like, a like a We need like a, another podcast beef. We need to like... Fist fight Ira Glass I need to or go something. like... F- oh, I should start... Ira Glass, it's on Who site. Should... <laughs> uh maybe i'll just like goad some of the like philly fake outrage people into listening to this and then they'll cause more fake outrage oh boy <laughs> and uh forget what i said about that being <laughs> when it's tactic. when we're utilizing it is totally it's okay when board. we do it <laughs> uh i think that about wraps it up this week though uh what a barn burner of an episode yeah barns have been burned i don't know what that means it's like the the end of uh Minari. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a nice life. Bye.